Welcome back to the Alpha Trion Protocols. Today we are back with some more ATP7 spoilers, and I have a super special guest in my co-host this evening, Mr. Ziggy. How you doing today, Zig? I'm doing fantastic. That's good, that's good. Um, so, you know, I talked about this yesterday on the stream and in the videos, but we've been in development since, like, what, late May? Early June, right? Somewhere around those. Um, at some point, I think we, I don't, I don't think I said this yesterday, but I'm pretty confident that during this testing cycle, we had like the most card pull probably ever. Uh, there was like a gigantic amount of card pull that we were running through, uh, a large portion of characters mostly, um, were actually just kind of removed in the last three or four weeks. As we decided what we were doing to make cuts, uh, and they'll be implemented back in for the ATP 8. Um, I think that's a lot of the characters that Ziggy might have been messing around with or just evaporated in the thin air. No, they didn't evaporate in the thin air. I still have copies of them. That's true. So that's they, true. <laughs> they, they, they do exist. They do exist. You just, you'll never see them. It does exist. <laughs> Um, I'm never getting rid of my one copy of my one card. He who shall not be named. Uh, yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll be around someday, I'm sure. He better be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so before we break into the first spoiler, uh, I wanted to talk a little, about, a little bit about plots with you. What was, like, your, uh, your first experience, like, when we delivered, like, the first... I don't even... I think it was, like, in the first set of battle cards, I think there was... 10 or 11 plots uh which was a ton you know how did, what were like your first reactions to like the plot mechanic and things like that all right so i don't remember there being that many i do know there was a good amount um but the ones that kind of stuck out to me were just like i feel like kind of like shoe-ins as to just being able to organically fit into a deck yeah. without you really having to do too much with it without you having to change too much and i i always feel like they're like the fringe playable spots where it's like oh i could have one of these because it might be good you know for for whatever reason going down the line you know whatever so again um i think that plots when i first looked at them i was like man this is this is a lot of reading <laughs> <laughs> and and then I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess I just have to pick up dice. Uh, I'll, I'll be good. I'll be good. Um, <laughs> my, Reminders for everyone in the room that Ziggy hates reading. I do not enjoy it <laughs> at all. It is like on my top ten things to do that I like to do. If that makes sense. That, that you sense. that you don't like to do that you have uh, that to I do? don't like to do that I that, have to do. Thank yeah, you, thank you. you. That's go. what I was I looking. You. I got your back. I got your back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably falls in really close to one. Just don't like to do it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Fair enough. Um, I was waiting for the ATP audio version so I could just sit there and listen to the cards. Oh, that never happened. Because you know, God forbid yeah. you. God forbid you help out the playtesters. You know, just oh yeah, there. totally. Yeah, that's fair. No, getting back on point. Um, plots originally um, thought that they were a little a little hard to interact with originally that was like a lot of people's main gripe um from playtesting uh the other thing is, is that it just like 
sometimes trying to control it it's like you you having like a, i kind of make it equivalent to an optimus effect for optimus the legend about optimus or i don't even know any anybody who can pick something up from your graveyard let's say double dealer let's say i go to ko a guy and, and i'm down the last two cards of my deck and i got a shuffle and i no longer get the bounty effect for the plot action that's kind of how they felt for a little bit if like you just you overstepped if like or if your opponent didn't flip like those two blues on the fence and you're like well shit i was gonna you know i was gonna definitely three this guy to the face next turn and now i have to worry about doing one damage elsewhere that i you know an unanswered one and it's just for certain things for certain like situations i think they were good so i'm gonna give overall rating i would say a 7.5 which i think is fairly high and you know and pretty honest i think i think they're good um, high synergy uh high playability um no real overcommitment to the strat so i mean that that all makes good cards to me i mean i don't know about you guys yeah um you know yesterday i spoiled glimmer of hope and a change of plans um good I'm glad you said names because I had no idea. Yeah, I know you, you you weren't available for the stream yesterday. I know. So uh, we we re- revealed those two yesterday on the stream. Uh, they'll be on the YouTube channel. Probably they'll be on, on the YouTube channel before this video, so it won't matter. But you can check out that other video if you want to see those cards. Um, and uh, Glimmer was probably the one I think we can both agree on that. Basically, the entire time it stayed just about the exact same text box through all of it you know um the like it would have won a proc processor on an ability um and then you know in the very end when we were balancing the payoff abilities for all the cards that's when it got its only real nerf you could call it if you want to call it that uh it was more of just a balancing thing amongst the game and plots themselves um but yeah, so I think that was the probably the uh, the you know that that's the 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 poster boy for the plot actions is probably Glimmer of Hope. Also, it's a sweet ass art, which is one of my favorites. There's art I will say uh, in particular this particular this set has some of my favorite arts I've ever put on battle cards, and we've had some real good ones. But this set in particular, I'm looking forward to some full art cards. All right, sure, <laughs> um, but. I honestly have to say that, for me personally, I think ATB5 was where it was at. ATB5 was, I think, all in all, art-wise, sick. And, like, honestly, right now, if you, like, gun to my head, if you had to tell me what my favorite art is right now, at least if I could do by color, to be fair... Um, I'm just going to tell you my favorite one. My okay. orange favorite one is 1,000% follow-through. Okay. It's so sweet. It's it's a sweet-ass card. Mm-hmm. And I'll be stealing whatever extra ones that you have at your house, just so you know, next time I'm over there. Um, I've got yeah, some yeah, I've got some left. It's okay. Don't say anything. They'll be mine. They will be mine. Uh, there's probably some Extra Life event that you can donate toward and try and win some. Um... <laughs> I mean, if, if, if that's what I need to do, but I mean, three ninety nine sounds much better. Uh, yeah, that's fair, but you know, let's give everybody a chance, right? Um, no. no. And then a change of plans was another one that used to be. It was a card they called in Unicron Service, 
Uh, yes. Did, did the exact same thing, except it was a Decepticon card with some sweet-ass Decepticon art. <laughs> yes, it was honestly much better than the art that it is, but I'm still not <laughs> mad at it. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's, it shit happens. Yeah. What can you really say? It was mostly decided we had to change it. It couldn't be called in Unicron service as soon as we decided that it wasn't going to be a Decepticon card. And at that point, everything had to just change. <laughs> yeah, because, like, there was a point where Heralds was like, ooh, give me that. And then, I, you know, I played it in there, and I was like, ooh, in Unicron service. And then, like, you changed it on me, and I'm like, dude, you just wasted all this ink, and it does the same fucking thing. Uh, for what's worth, I still have those same things. Oh, so do I. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, listen, playtesters, I'm not changing this thing. In Unicron nah. service is the same card. Yeah, I did the same thing with Valiant Effort during ATP3 testing. I have the other art for Valiant Efforts. I think I still might have the other art for Valiant Efforts printed somewhere. But, yeah. I would just like to say, can we give a round of applause to all the playtesters who sit there and have to realize that your <laughs> piercing blaster is... <laughs> Some other you know, card. Valiant Effort, exactly, <laughs> the entire time. Like armored was, plating, yeah, armored plating, <laughs> guardian shell. I'm like, come on now, uh, not even writing it, just straight no. up. It's it's a vanilla guardian shell. Uh, Deal with it. It's also the remember. same thing where for anyone that like makes the list on Teletrain and leaves it public, you probably like might see some of those and go, why the hell would they play those cards? They're proxy cards. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, what they that's are. the that's the gauntlet, boys. No. The gauntlet. All right. Well, let's get into uh, our first spoiler card, Zig. What would you like to do first? We'll go with character. All right. So we're going to go with character. So we're going to put on Decepticon Misfire in alt mode right here, Zig. Why don't you tell uh, tell everybody about Decepticon Misfire? Well, I would love to tell you about Decepticon Misfire, but I can't read. So it's adamantly against things that I don't want to do. No. Hmm. I like it. All right. So we have, when you flip to this mode, you may return a plot action from your KO area to your hand. If you don't, you may move one damage from a Herald on your team to a plot action on the battlefield. Six Herald stars. Spaceship, yeah, six stars. Herald spaceship ranged. He is he's four, 11 health, two defense. Uh, yeah, so before I get savagely attacked about the spaceship, because um, I know that it'll happen... I did go through, uh, I ch double-checked my lore, there's enough continuity there that says that he worked underneath the Heralds, and yeah, it kind of looks like a plane, but the spaceship theme feels way more on theme for Heralds, so we might have just grayed a little lines and made him a spaceship. That is that is the reason why we're playing spaceship with this guy. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm fine with it. Listen, <laughs> we're allowed to be creative. This is we are. this is a fan set, it's so true. we're we're trying to put out whatever we would like. And this is something that, again, as you said, gray area, mm -hmm. but it kind of sort of makes a little sense. Yeah. Like theme wise, thematically, we're we're kind of there. It's yeah. just you know. In terms of ATP heralds, this card uh, he checks all the boxes of being a herald, uh, along are. with adding plot support which is uh you know creating a new you know a new concept for heralds that doesn't exist so well let's check out the bot side before we get into uh the deck that you kind of test played uh so our bot mode side I'll, I'll i'll get you on this one look it up uh is a herald specialist so we once again we talked about this yesterday with perceptor 
we switch from range and specialist, so we have the ability to play either mode off of the different plot actions that require you to have that particular trait. So important to note that this guy does either. Um, he keeps his four attack, stays at 11 health, keeps his two defense, everything stays there. I already can see an edit that has to be made on the card. This is great. This is why we do this, right? <laughs> uh, his bot mode side, his 3-2 still works, but to be 4-2-4-2. Nonetheless, don't pay attention to that. Uh, when you play a plot action, draw a card. While this is battling an enemy with one or more active energized abilities, he has tough one and plus one attack. Uh, so this is the reversed ATP Cyclonus, uh, the seven star one from ATP 6, I believe, uh, who's also anti-energized, but he gets uh, plus one defense and bold one. So this guy is the opposite. He gets tough one and plus one attack. Uh, so against energized deck, this dude's super sweet awesome. Um, him and Cyclonus are pretty feels bad against energized decks, especially in a world with plot actions that also get KO'd and things like that. So this guy's checking a lot of boxes, but why don't you tell me about, uh, you know, the deck that we were testing this guy win and you, you know, you're one of the, uh, I would say one of the prime Heralds player in the format winning event with, uh, with Galvatron and Heralds and things like that. So what don't, why don't you give me a little, uh, understanding of what you were trying to accomplish with that new archetype within Heralds. So I played him in more of an orange shell with it. Um, it was Decepticon, Misfire, Galvatron, and Cyclonus. I can't remember at this moment, because I, I know that I played a couple iterations of the deck. I can't remember what portion he was in, because I knew that I wanted to do Space Bridge, which I did have. You know, so at like the that. time, I'll help you a little bit. At the time when you were testing, this guy might have had another line of text on him that he doesn't have now. He he did he yeah. did he was he was just Harold. I actually don't think that he had anything to do with plots originally. No, if oh, I'm not mistaken. oh yeah yeah yeah. The first iteration, no. no, 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 no. And th that's when I played him. So I didn't get him when he had all this stuff. It just so happens that he started working well with plots, and honestly, probably it'd be something that I would like to you know attempt to revisit. It, like, look, the deck, it, it was nothing like the combo version of the deck. The combo version was just insane. It was, you know, I, like, if I sit here and tell you that I had over 100 reps with that deck, like, playing Gempty for days upon days, I, I'm telling you right now that, that that's what I did. I had literally days where it was just like, I, I, think, I, I think I grinded over about 150 games with Gempty, with the original um, Herald deck. So, like, I knew what the hell I was doing with that. But this one, it's kind of, eh. Like, I'm shoddy when it comes to building decks. I don't think that I build the best decks. I do think that the concept is there. And then after discussions and moving around some slots, I think we get to a, a very playable version of the deck. So I tried this with change of plans. Um, obviously, Glimmer, because you're going to play Glimmer, right? Like, it's just insane. Um, you know, other other plot actions played it with you know all the accoutrement to the plot actions so like you're fortified you're anointed all that stuff he's spoiling all the spoiler spoilers hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> i'm giving i'm giving you i'm giving you half names you guys can figure it out okay uh, anointed anointed hide all right anointed hide. spoiler spoilers and... <laughs> so uh regardless 
you know, you trying to use all that stuff and synergizing really well, it it was still just like super high synergy, but no real payoff. And for me, a deck that you're running that is like mixed pip, it's not great. Like, uh, like I'll, I'll give it to Wyatt. Wyatt's one deck that I played, the double tens deck, like that had mixed pip. But it was, like, the only deck that I feel like I've ever had a shot of doing something good with it. You know what I mean? And I'm not even talking about hitting high metallicados. I'm talking about just, in general, it being really solid. Like, that my attacks mattered and my defense mattered. So, that's what I mean by it. And with the, with the plot deck that I put together, I felt like it kind of fell short. It did everything I wanted to do plot-wise. But it fell short with damage and, you know, all your other random traits that you're, you're trying to do to assist you in winning the game. Yeah, I mean, I think this guy definitely just represents a new layer to, um, to the Heralds. I, you know, with the removal of Sharpshooter um, from Classic, I can see this guy being more of a fill-in void as where... You know, probably in Titan 1, it's not. Um, but the big thing, too, is I think this guy is more going to depend on the metagame. Uh, if Classic remains an energized, you know, heavy metagame, then, like, having Misfire and Cyclonus as two anti-energized cards in your deck probably feel pretty good for the most part. Uh, getting all of the extra bonuses from your own plots KOing, because all the plots, you know, do KO themselves for the most part eventually, um, you know, so you get a little extra ping damage there. Uh, it's just, it's just something different, you know, uh, we've had pretty much the same type of Heralds decks running around for the last few months, um, unlike where Seekers have, you know, kind of been able to play many different directions, Heralds have just been really straightforward. I just think this card offers you, uh, a, a different choice, really, more than anything. Um, the particular ability on the uh, on the alt mode to flip, you know, tutoring back a, a, a plot action straight, you know, that's a that's pretty good. Um, plot actions are pretty strong. If you can get them out early, you can facilitate them. They can do really cool stuff. So the ability that for this guy to flip, get one back, that that might prove out to be a, a pretty big swing turn. And then even if you don't, uh, the idea that you can move damage to your plot actions to, to accelerate them and things like that. He just does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it's it's a different archetype. I'll, you'll see it in the set. Uh, a lot of the stuff is themed around plot actions um, and creating different archetypes within different um, traits themselves. So Heralds is one of the traits that got a slight benefit from it. Wreckers, as I said yesterday, was another one that got slight benefits of it. Um, this card is just embodying that uh, in a big way, basically. Just giving you an actual decision point in deck building a game where you're like all right well do i want to play the scourge or do i want to play the misfire you know it's just it's just creating choices more than anything yeah and and high synergy with cyclonus the seven drop cyclonus mm -hmm. i mean like it's just he's he's gonna be very good and and like i think more importantly like one of my more favorite cards to play in this game is roll out mm -hmm. just because it's like you know it's cool to say roll out but um I mean, like, if you have both of your both of your Sept or both of your uh, heralds on the one side, and you flip to the move, you know, that's a, it's a, it's a decent damage swing for you just playing an ability. You know, like you're just you're just like, all right, I'm gonna do this, and 
going to potentially move. Like, it, like my Decepticon Misfire is going to get Kamian Crash next turn because I know my opponent has it in his hand. I go flip um, Scourge or fl uh, flip Cyclones into the, the uh, bot mode and then roll out, and that's two damage off him. I mean, obviously you have to have a, a plot a plot action in play but still i mean i guess that's a huge thing to do like to keep to be able to save a guy by one damage is it, trying to find one damage after they're using so let's say a canyon crash it they're gonna be hard pressed to do that it's not very easy to do something like that yeah and then I mean, to note um the uh, this is my command still fits into that deck list uh oh, so yeah. you, you still get to utilize the extra cards and the additional move from that as well um so yeah that is that is one thousand percent free and i mean what, what is that so you got six seven eleven twenty four you you get uh settle get, this is my command is free this, and then you can yeah. build in a spotlight for yeah. some crazy thing that like isn't revealed yet probably Oh, so like if I do it now, it'd be bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh man. There's probably some star card in the future that you probably would play in that particular lineup. <laughs> play tester privilege. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get rid of that uh, misfire, and then we're gonna talk about um, if glimmer of hope is the blue staple for plot actions then I'm going to say that the card we're about to reveal is going to be a orange plot action staple for basically every energized any every single energized deck in the game is going to take out three cards from their deck and put three cards put these three put this card in as a copy of three into their decks do you, do you agree Ziggy Absolutely not you're totally wrong All right well let's reveal overcharged uh overcharged is an orange pip plot action it's a common we're going to I didn't even entertain that I'm not going to entertain that no uh, we're going to note that it's a common. It has an Act 1, KO the top card of each player's deck. An Act 2, KO the top card of your opponent's deck. An Act 3, repair one damage from a character on your team with with an active Energize ability. And then it has an Energize 4 ability. At the start of your turn, if this has at least 3 damage, choose a card in your KO area and return it to your hand, then KO this. So uh, what does this do for Energize, Ziggy? Nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. Okay. Now, so um, this is again high synergy with Energize. Um, I mean, KOing the top of each player's deck—that's kind of like pseudo Nambo because you could be temp technically helping your opponent, but you got to think about it in three turns you get it back. <laughs> so uh, KOing the top card of your opponent's deck, obviously, really good. That's what you want to do. Repairing one damage from a character with an act active energized ability, really good. Um, and at the start of your turn, if you at least three damage, choose a card in your KO area and turn it to your hand. Um, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're taking away from their energize that could be, you know, potentially doing something harmful to you. I mean, like, honestly, like, I am glad that with all of these cards coming out, that my boy Nemesis has a spot. Like he he did have a spot. He was good. This made him like very good. Like an orange and a an orange and a blue version of him. I mean, j j just imagine him with uh with with tiny heralds. I mean, 
I don't see anything wrong with that. It's possible. I think that, I think that's pretty good. It's possible. Pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's a good classic deck for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of things that I feel you're kind of you know good into. Um, and then what? He just instead of him getting the this is my command, you get uh, well yeah. prepared, right? Well yeah, you get well repaired for and, free. Yeah. And man, are you gonna be able to just sort of <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna nitrous that that truck, god dang. Yeah. That's gonna be nuts. But yeah, I think uh I think overcharge is good. I think that it's um again, if I had to rate it out of ten uh, to be a shoe in for majority of decks being common, so playable and junky on as well, I'd give it an eight. I'm confident with an 8. Yeah, I mean... So yes, this obviously is a buff for Nemesis. It's also a buff for Ironhide. Um, you know, it's also a buff for just about every card with Energize written on it. And cards that yeah. aren't even existent yet with Energize on it. Um, but I do think in specifics, well unprepared and overcharged. Uh, we're both tested together for a very long time uh, before we decided to remove well unprepared, have it released in ATP 6B, uh, you know, it was, I think it was actually a little bit, uh, discouraging to certain players in the playtesting group, because you're like, man, I want to play this Energized deck, but damn, it's so much better with Overcharged. <laughs> so, uh, I think there was a lot of that going around, so everyone will be excited to get their Overcharges back into their Energized decks. Um, but yeah, I think this card just sweet. Uh, one of the biggest complaints about aggressive Energized decks were, that if you didn't see your energized cards early enough, you know you weren't going to turn things on. You weren't going to be able to utilize your abilities later in the game. Having an overcharge in your opening hand and having it stick uh, and be you know everything it can be is going to be it's going to be an, literally it'll be a different game. Games in which you play this as your first turn, it'll be similar to you know when Soundwave Fire Drive decks wanted to play Pocket Processor on one, or when Dark Mount deck wants to play Pocket Processor on one. Like those games that you that you have Pocket Processor on one, you're so far ahead it's unbelievable. The games that you don't, completely different game. Overcharge is going to do that for Energized decks. Like this card hits play and sticks, it's going to be an absolutely bonkers experience for them. Um, so I'm very excited for it. I think Energized is getting. It got a, a lot of real great stuff from ATP 6B, and this card alone is just adding so much more potential to that whole entire archetype. I didn't think they were bad. I do think that they need a little bit of help um, to kind of just aid them in the process of doing what their deck wants them to do. Right. Um, there's a lot of setup, as much as it doesn't seem like it. There is a lot of setup for energized decks, and... There are some real hard decisions sometimes, like when you're playing these energized decks, and you're just like, I'm going to take no prisoners. Man, I would love to take that Valiant effort, because I know that they have X amount of whites in their deck, because I've seen the amount of whites that they have. But then it's like, damn it, they really flip three <laughs> improvised shields next attack. <laughs> I'll get my ass whooped. <laughs> so I need to make sure that I can take out an, an, an improvised shield. It, it's just one of those things. It, there are certain decision points in the game that will hurt you and then and then if you have a card like overcharge to help you and you're like oh okay we ko the top card of the deck oh look at that i got one of your improvised shields oh look at that i got a grenade launcher mm-hmm. i mean there are two equipments right there that aid orange decks in winning the game and you're just sitting there like i just did that for for one card investment 
I mean, it's a couple turns, but you know, it happens. Whatever. You you got to do it. It's how you play games. It's not just they're not just gonna give you a free. Like not not everything's gonna be a ten out of ten. I think that this card is very good and up there. Yeah. Um. And super sweet art. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> I'm still gonna I I, I got look. If, if there's, I, I don't know what has been spoiled in your in your video because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm not even gonna say anything. But that's not my favorite art. I'll just no, it's that. not. It's it's definitely not my favorite art either. But okay. it's, it's a sweet art. <laughs> like, yeah. You like, know whose art it might be favorite of? It might be Drew's favorite. Drew is a uh, he had a, he had a bit of a a thing going on for RC uh, for whatever reason in this playtesting cycle, and he really really enjoyed this art. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, fair enough. So those are the two cards spoiled today. Uh, Zig, would you like to add anything else about plots? So, originally, when I first looked at them, and then when you're playing a deck that is not plot-centric, it does feel like that it, your opponent's turns take a little bit longer, but I overall, I don't really see it hugely impacting the game like from a gameplay perspective um, a lot of people are going to be like that easily and that's just because they didn't put anything to interact with them it, 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 you should be prepared for plot actions when you're playing that means that you should dedicate at least a cyborg card or potentially a mainboard card to eliminate some of these things that are going to happen to you you have to be prepared for it you have to understand that these are this is where the game is going these these exist so you need to be able to play and ha and have a active response to get them either prevent them from coming out in the first place i.e counter espionage espionage um have them discard a card electro optical visor i mean really downfall protocol is also very good against them a exactly like i mean downfall protocol is just a damn good card in, sure. in general sure. I, I don't think this is any less or any more i, I don't think plot actions are any more oppressive than a say downfall protocol i think that you can interact with them um your game one might not be spectacular against them but then you have to rely on your game two being able to at least interact to stop them on a crucial turn of when they're expecting to get something yeah you might take a turn off but if your guys can pump through the damage and just get there via either pierce or just straight out attack these enter these decks are going to fold because they're very they're a very linear strategy like you need to be you need to be able to interact with them and then if you stop them it's like you know it's like throwing a, a wrench in their spokes you know it's it stops them from doing things and it's hard to rebuild even if it's just one turn of them taken off it's not exactly easy this is the plots are very much a ramp up and if you if you stop that ramp then it's yeah, just I, I compare them you know uh, early on, you know, we were discussing them, how they were similar to sagas uh, in Magic, or even just, like, ongoing enchantments uh, in general. You know, a lot of the characters that care about them, uh, you know, they, they need to be there, they need to be in play, um, they need to stick around even sometimes. Before, early on, uh, all of these abilities on these cards had a plus symbol for the most part. Uh, so like at the end of a at the end of a glimmer of hope, it was three plus, which means you didn't have to activate it on turn three. Uh, you could just sit and wait until a turn that you wanted to utilize it. Now it was important for two reasons: a, it let you build up 
you know, the, your plot action boards for cards like Perceptor, uh, and there were other cards that were utilizing that ability too to have multiple plots in play. Um, you know, just as an example, but that that's not there anymore. So now the windows in which plots do work are smaller. You know, they don't they can't just sit on a card, they can't just wait on it. And on top of that, you know, in some ways, if you uh, force acceleration, uh, you know, through different means that are, are added in this set, and you'll see in the coming days for other spoils and things like that, uh, you'll see that it can really mess up, you know, given things. It can really turn the plot action deck's plans kind of inside out a little bit. So um, it is 100% introducing a new mechanic, uh, which is important to look at. And I think for every time we introduce a new mechanic, it's it's you have to go in understanding that, hey, this is new. It's going to take me a few reps to get used to. If it's two brand new players, uh, or I should say two players playing with it for the first time, same thing. There's going to be questions asked. There can be like we understand all those things. We knew. We were prepared for those things. Um, you know, yes, this card adds another thing to do at the start of your turn. Uh, yes, if you have multiple of them in play, it adds a bunch of things. Uh, you know, it, it, it can go a little crazy. Just, you know, first time you guys are playing with these cards, make sure, hey, keep a track of what you're doing. Put your put them in, in an order of whatever, you know, knowing uh, which does what and things like that. Um, there are lots of different methods to go around, but for the most part, just understand that it's going to take some familiarity with the cards as we all get through and get used to playing them, you know, in every you know, every game, basically, from now on. Yeah. And uh, just shout out to the playtesters, man. You know, doing the Lord's work. Getting this, uh, getting this set tuned, because, I mean, there was times when we sat there and, <laughs> you know, I think summertime grind when things were like slow for me at the end of summer with work and everything and I was just sitting there grinding games out and we worked out a lot of kinks on these enact ones and you know we brought up and brought up our our concerns to you guys and you guys handled them accordingly I mean I think that the balancing came out really well um, some of them are good a lot of people are gonna instantly see them and they'll be like oh god broken it's, it's not guys trust <laughs> if you want to see if you want to see broken maybe they might be able to show you a little snippet <laughs> of uh the yeah. first iteration of the card it's not broken Tr trust it's been it was just it was tough to work through um you had to give them effects that made them feel like the investment was worth it i mean we can yeah. talk about this this card right now overcharged uh overcharged in act three used to be reset it to zero yeah cool. right like Ooh. like <laughs> I mean, turn one, K the top card. Turn two, K the top card. Uh, turn three, enact, reset this to zero. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about insanity. Was, that card was insanity. It was not. <laughs> it was. I think it was so insane that majority of playtesters didn't even touch this. Yeah. Just because I, I think like I think that we only had like one or two people that actually played this, and we we're just like, no guys, like no. Yep. You know, with that, with Wreck Guard, I'm just like, I'm not playing against that deck. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm going to lose. Like, yep. there's just nothing about it. Yeah. Um, uh, and for what it's worth, like, that, even that, the comment about repairing, um, specifically from plots, uh, you know, there was other cards that manipulated that. And we're, we're talking about battle cards and characters that were each in the set that all no longer do those things or don't even exist anymore in the set uh, just because we had realized that repairing you know, 
on a stick, I would say, was just way too powerful and way too manipulative. And that's what led to most of the MPE strategies that people were really very upset with. Um, we really did away with a lot of those things. Uh, I, I think other... I'm pretty confident other than the misfire move damage, um, which still doesn't move it from a plot. It moves it to a plot. You know, like I, I don't think there's anything off the top. I, I'm pretty confident that there's nothing that moves damage from a plot anymore. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that moves damage from your characters to plots, or dealing damage to pro or doing damage to plots and things like that. But there's nothing explicitly, I believe, that gets you to move a damage from a plot action uh, in this current set. So. Uh, that was one of the things that we definitely tiptoed around a whole bunch. Yeah, I think that um, I think the only person to do like really, really ridiculously well, and that everybody wanted to smash the deck, was Jason. I think Jason was like literally like sixteen and zero before he finally took a loss from a, a from a game playing a plot action deck, and it was because the guy who was facilitating that plot action deck was inherently busted, but he was just. <laughs> it was just brutal, man. Like, you know, we, we were playtesting other things against it because he was just like, all right, I'll take this. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll take this. And then and then I sat there the one day and I was like, I don't, I don't even want to play him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, can, can you bring out can you bring out the orange too tall deck that you're playing? <laughs> I'd rather get smashed by that. It's much faster. That's fair. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, I think about, that's it. about it. Yeah. Well, if you guys were hanging out in chat, I hope you guys enjoyed the spoilers today. If not, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. Uh, plenty more spoilers to go. Uh, we have some old friends spoiling some cards, so we'll be on the lookout for that. Super excited to hear what they have to say about ATP7. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks again for hanging out, Zeke. Uh, I, I say it literally over and over again, but you know, huge shout-out to you and the rest of the playtesters for beating the ever-living hell out of your printer uh, on a constant daily basis to help us Ugh. and deliver this set so everyone can beat the hell out of a printer, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> but until uh, next time, guys. All right, boys. It's been real. See you.